0: United 8.5, 80s, 90s, and now, good morning, it's Tad Drex and Kara, and we're lucky uh, to have at least a couple, a few times a week, Dr. Carlos Del Rio from Emory University, an expert on coronavirus, to answer some of our questions. The first one is, there are media reports where you were saying, Dr. Del Rio, uh, for us to expect to, quote, erase the month of April?
1: I said erase April because pretend that, you know, you're going to remove April from the economy, you're going to remove April from, uh, you know, just 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 close rather than, you know, the president saying let's open Easter Day. My point is let's not open Easter Day or maybe we cannot do it. Certainly here in Georgia. But think about it. let's keep everything closed throughout the month of April. And I think we're going to be much better by my, by May.
0: Dr. Del Rio, we were talking about the Peachtree Road Race, 4th of July, and got to talking about, like, is there a date where there will be no coronavirus? Or could you see this going? Could could you see things being canceled in July and
1: next year? And You know, I, I hope not. But at the end of the day, it's really up to us. The sooner we act appropriately, the easier it's going to be to stop it. This is not going to go away on its own. Well, it may go away by its own, but it may do it by killing a lot of people. And certainly, I don't want to see that. Right. And I hope that nobody else does.
0: Dr. Del Rio, uh, I don't know if you heard Prince Charles was diagnosed with COVID-19 yeah, yesterday. Yeah. And uh, he's 71, but they're reporting that he has mild symptoms. Um, is th- well, again,
1: not everybody, remember, not everybody that gets sick gets, gets I think we, we've, uh, we haven't communicated this well. Everybody can get sick. Older people, and I mean older over the age of 60, 65, tend to have more complications. But that also doesn't mean that younger people don't get complications. I mean, we have, we have in, in hospitals here in Atlanta, people in their 20s who are very ill in the ICU. Wow. So just because you're young, so let's say you have 100% of people between the age of 20 and 40. Of all those that get infected, maybe only 1% you know, to 2% are going to get very critically ill. If you've got people over the age of 70, it's going to be more like 20% of those people are going to get critically okay. ill. So, you know, it's not everybody in that age group. You can have you can have mild disease in older individuals. You can have severe disease in younger individuals. The problem is we don't know what the predictors are of each one of them. We do know that in older people, having heart disease, having hypertension, having diabetes, obesity, cancer, puts you at higher risk of complications.
0: Dr. Del Rio is on with us. We've got a bunch of questions from listeners. Dr. Del Rio, of course, from Emory University. He's an expert on all things coronavirus. Starting with a question from Facebook from you, Kara. Renita melson was wondering if a person has a compromised immune system should they go ahead and quarantine themselves
1: you know I, I would say whether you have a compromised immune system or not you should stay at home you should you should isolate you should stay inside right now because the person with that you mentioned with a compromised immune system may be doing it for themselves but a person who's totally fine in their immune system may be also doing it for that person i i may say you know i may be 20 something and say look i have no risk i'm gonna do fine yes but if you get infected You may bring it home and give it to somebody, or you may take it, give it in the store to somebody who has a compromised immune system. So I think everybody has a role to play. Everybody has something to do to decrease the risk of infection, not only to themselves, but to the community.
0: We have a question from Melissa from the B98.5 app using the open mic feature.
1: I've been really good about self-isolating for the last few days or so, but um, I do anticipate the need to get out of here at some point and uh, i do live on the 20th floor of a large apartment building so to leave the building i must uh, do take the elevator 20 flights and um, my question is is there any value in lieu of a mask to wear a bandana around my mouth and nose or a buff or something of that sort you know i think i think so i think at this point in time it probably is a good idea but i would also emphasize the need to just wash your hands. Because when you're in the elevator, you may touch a button, you may touch things that have been contaminated, and then you touch your face and that's how you bring the virus to use. So it's not just rest story. It, it really, I think we need to emphasize that the that the route of transmission through things we touch needs to be reminded and emphasized and something that quite frankly, uh, we have not talked about enough. We talked about the hand washing, but it's also the surface cleaning and it's also the not touching your, your faces that is very important.
0: Uh, Dr. Del Rio, um, the, the state of New York has 33,000 confirmed cases um, and 300 of them have died. Is that it's tough to ask the question, but is it encouraging from a standpoint of that's only like one percent?
1: Yeah, it is encouraging. And we, we, we expect it's going to be one percent. But if you look, I haven't looked since last night to the data here in Georgia. But here in Georgia, if I recall, we're more in the almost three and a half to four percent. Right. OK. And what, what that means to me, it's only only three things. Either the disease is more severe in Georgia. Because we have more obesity, more hypertension, more chronic, disease, more diseases like that in the south. B, we doctors in, in Georgia suck <laughs> compared to New York. You know? No. Well, I don't think that's the case, right? Or C, we haven't tested enough people, and there's more the denominator, the number of true infections is much higher. So if you have in Georgia, we have what forty something deaths. Mm-hmm. Let's say we we have forty. Let's say we have fifty deaths in the states. So at one percent. Those fifty deaths actually means that we should have maybe what five thousand cases in the state. Kara has another one from Facebook.
0: Yeah, Joanne Garrett wanted to know, can you get this thing more than once?
1: Well, that's a really good question. Uh, we don't think so. We think that you you become immune and and that's what the data suggests. There has been one or two reports of people saying, well, you know, they got reinfected, but it's one or two reports is not the is not the norm. Uh, I think you, you you become immune. And the good news about that is that means that also we will be able to develop a vaccine. And in fact, I want to emphasize that the vaccine studies started last week. So, you know, we're in the road of getting a vaccine for this disease. It's not going to be right away, but we will have a vaccine.
0: It's Dr. Del Rio with us and a question from Amanda in Canton. I have been practicing coming home from the grocery store after using a glove and wiping everything
1: down with a Clorox wipe prior to bringing it into the house. Is that effective at all? You know, I don't know. I don't think anybody has done the studies or has the data to show that. But I would say wash your hands, right? Don't take something that you picked up. And my biggest concern when I go to the grocery store, I was telling somebody the other day, it's actually when I touch the keypad to enter my PIN in the computer, right? So maybe think about using Apple Pay or something that you don't have to touch the keypad. Because that's where, it, you know, PIN, this, this virus is not on top of an apple. It's not like you're going to eat an apple and get this disease. It's really touching. It's getting your hands to touch your 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 face to touch your nose. You touch your your mouth. How this virus is going to come in?
0: What if somebody at the store picked up an apple to see whether it was ripe or not? Their fingers have touched it. How is that any cleaner than a
1: keypad at that point? Well, you know, I would say what you do is hopefully you get home and you use soap and water. I wouldn't use Clorox to wash the apple, right? I mean, before you eat it, you use soap and water, and I don't think that's any different. Any different than what? I mean, I normally would not pick an apple out of the store and just bite it right away because right. I think there's there's dirt on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, some of it is just common sense, yeah. right?
0: Sometimes people will soak vegetables or clean vegetables and fruit with white vinegar. Would that do anything with
1: coronavirus? Probably it will do. I mean, this virus is pretty sensitive to to, to water and soap. It's pretty sensitive to alcohol. It's pretty sensitive to acid. So I think any of those things, would probably work just fine.
0: Excellent, as always. Thank you so much. I'm sure we'll have more questions for you next time we talk, but uh, this is an ongoing thing. We really appreciate you coming on with us. Happy to be with you. I know you've been busy. I don't know how you have have time for science between all these media
1: appearances. Trying to be sure that we're here with you, okay? (laughs)